I should have known he'd be trouble as soon as he walked into my workshop, but I couldn't have known he'd be the death of me. He wore a three-quarter length red coat, had platinum blonde hair long enough to sweep back out of his eyes, and sported scuffed Timberland boots. But if the goosebumps shivering across my skin were anything to go by, he clearly was not as human as his appearance had me believe. At first, I tried to ignore him, refusing to give him the satisfaction of seeing me hesitate. A quick glance at my dusty clock told me it was late, past midnight, and I'd be damned if I was going to drop everything just because he'd invited himself in. I continued to work on the sword resting on the anvil before me. I hammered out imperfections in the blade's surface with renewed vigor, metal singing at each blow. Behind me, the coal forge roared. Rolling waves of heat branded my back. I told myself it was sweltering temperatures, sprinkling perspiration across my face and back, making my scruffy tank top cling to me. But in truth, it was fear. Picking up the unfinished sword with gloved hands, I turned and plunged the blade into the glowing coals before facing my uninvited guest. He'd given himself the tour of my cramped workshop, seeming to admire the various swords on display, some unfinished, some as close to art as I was ever going to get. Shame I couldn't wield them as well as I could craft them. Well? I managed to instill some genuine irritation in my words in the hope it would disguise the anxiety building inside me. I tried to flick my hair out of my face, but a few strands stubbornly clung to my sweaty cheek. Impressive. He nodded once and turned arctic blue eyes on me before flashing what he probably thought was a knee-weakening smile. If my guest expected me to gush and swoon, he was in for a shock. Who are you, and what the hell do you want? It was late. I was tired. He wasn't human. I figured I was within my rights to be blunt. His expression tightened. You're muse, right? He tossed a gesture at the stuffy workshop. I was expecting something else. I hadn't heard that nickname in years. Muse was a tag left over from dark days I didn't wish to revisit. Approaching me, he reached inside his coat. I caught a flicker of light slide over a handgun tucked into his waistband and tensed. An unusual motif, like entwined scorpions adorned the grip. But he didn't reach for the gun. He withdrew a sword and rested it on my anvil. I want you to read this. I tugged off my glove and skipped my fingers over the smooth surface of the blade. The metal burned cold against my insolent touch, as though the sword resented my presence. It was a wonderful piece of workmanship. The ripple, or hamon, below the surface of the carbon steel blade hinted at Japanese origins, and the tempered edge was sharp enough to slice through flesh with little effort. An intricate, hand-forged guard and leather-wrapped hilt betrayed the sword as functional, but with a flair for the dramatic, and yet it was clearly a weapon meant for combat, not ceremony. A thin snap of power danced up my fingers, and with a small hiss I snatched my hand back. This sword would not easily give up its secrets. What's in it for me? What do you want?
Now there was a loaded question. I didn't know what or who he was, and had no idea how much he could afford or what the stakes involved. It depends on what I'm going to find. If we're talking murder, then I want danger money. If it's just a lover's tiff you're interested in, a few hundred should do it. I'm assuming you want recent information. If you need me to go back more than five years, it'll be another two hundred. Or I could walk out of here now and tell the world where you are. I know there are a few unsavory characters from your checkered past who'd be very grateful for the heads up on your whereabouts. His smooth voice and slight smile belied a threat in his words. I smiled tightly, my first smile since his arrival. Now, there, you see, we were having a civilized conversation 